What's happening, everybody? On today's show, a big weekend of games in SEC Week 8. We'll run down the matchups as we get Ole Miss at Auburn, South Carolina at Mizzou, and the headliner, Tennessee at Alabama. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what's happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. It's great to have you guys along. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more right now. New customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network covering your team every day. we got plenty to discuss today, so let's jump right into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the around the conference. And we start over at Mississippi State as Zach Arnett still non-committed throughout this week on who's going to play. For Mississippi State, we know Will Rogers, quarterback and running back Woody Marks, got banged up two weeks ago prior to their bye week. Zach Arnett did say that Will Rogers and Jaquavius Marks remain questionable. He said, we'll see how the next couple of days play out, but we're very optimistic we'll get a few guys back on Saturday. Mississippi State, of course, has started, uh, had a rough start to their schedule through the first couple of weeks, but, you know, some thought that maybe Mike Wright could get the start at quarterback. Guy started a Handful of games over at Vanderbilt last year, won some of those games in SEC action. So we will see who ends up making that start this weekend. But we'll uh, stay on top of that, keep an eye out. But when we get into previewing that game, the Bulldogs traveling to Fayetteville, probably going to be leading Arkansas because Arkansas, despite their losing streak right now, they have played some very close games, have been very competitive. But uh, we'll see. Will Rogers and Woody Marks play? That certainly changes the dynamic of Mississippi State and how they look. Or at Alabama, Nick Saban talking with the media. He announced uh, Alabama offensive lineman Terrence Ferguson is battling back. He said he's doing better. He's practicing every week. He said, quote, I think he's getting better. I think he's closer to probably 100% this week than he has been. Those high ankle sprains are not easy to sort of get over. Uh, Ferguson has not seen the field in a couple of weeks. He played uh, in the sustained the injury rather against Ole Miss a couple of weeks ago. So we'll see if, if Terrence Ferguson is back out there this week. But this will be Jalen Milrow's first taste of uh, playing a bitter rival in Tennessee. And Nick Saban, of course, you know, benched him in the South Florida game earlier this year. But ever since, Jalen Milrow's gotten better and better. And Nick Saban talking this week, he said, Milrow has a better understanding of the expectation for him in terms of how he influences and impacts the offense through his execution. So I think that's developed a lot more confidence in him. I think that he has to continue to grow and develop his ability and be able to sustain that. He also said that, uh, look, nobody can play perfect, so there's going to be some bumps in the road that you have to go through, but how you manage those I think is really important. I think that's something he's gotten much better at as well. So I think the key for Jalen Milrow is manage the game, make your throws, don't turn the ball over. Take you know, take a sack if you need to, throw a ball away if you need to, but turnovers could be very costly in this game against Tennessee. Of course, 3.30 Eastern, from Tuscaloosa coming up this Saturday on CBS. Speaking of Tennessee, the Vols, their run game has really gotten going this year. And, you know, 
Look, they ran for 230-plus against Texas A&M last week. That was a vital part of that win. Josh Heupel saying this week, he said, I said it earlier, we've had a lot of pieces, different pieces up front, just the way the season has unfolded. We've had to play multiple guys on that old line because guys have been nicked up. I feel like they continue to settle in, continue to grow, continue to get better. But our tight ends have also been really instrumental in that run game as well. Heupel going on to say we got three running backs that have experience playing their best football, all that pairs together, and obviously the quarterback is a part of that. I like the growth of what we've been able to do up there. So big challenge up ahead for Tennessee going up against Alabama's big defensive front. Heupel saying, look, their linebackers are fast and physical. Their front four is special, so a huge test for us in this one. But the balance for us offensively, we've got to be able to maintain some balance. I think the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball is going to be really important in this game. Over in South Carolina, Shane Beamer, uh, we didn't even talk about it on the show this week, but if you missed it, uh, with the Gamecocks leading by 10 last week, with around five minutes remaining, uh, they end up blowing it. Following the loss, Shane Beamer reportedly kicked something and broke his foot. Earlier this week, Shane Beamer talking about it, he said, look, I don't really have a comment on that. It was a Gatorade cooler. Wasn't like I went in the locker room and just had some complete meltdown and went ballistic for five minutes of screaming and yelling and throwing and kicking things. I was just jogging off the field, kicked the right Gatorade cooler, and unfortunately uh, broke his foot. So Gamecocks, it doesn't get any easier. You're going to get Missouri this week heading out to Como. Missouri ranked 20th in the country, and they've been tough to deal with, so... Shane Beamer, don't break the other foot now. I mean, then I'll have to get you in a wheelchair or something for the rest of the season. But uh, no, joking. It was it was a uh, <laughs> one of those things like you're already pissed off and you're already like dealing with pain from the loss, and then you go and inflict physical pain on yourself by kicking something and breaking your foot. Oof. Don't want to be Shane Beamer right now. All right, over at Ole Miss, Elaine Kiffin and the Rebels. They are going to take on Auburn this weekend out on the plains. And a couple of quarterbacks and Robbie Ashford and Peyton Thorne played for Auburn, but not a lot of production from that standpoint so far this year. And Lane Kiffin was asked to evaluate the Auburn quarterbacks this week. He said, I think both guys in general, like Robbie runs, uh, there's this big difference. Uh, he said, I don't think there's this big, big difference with Peyton because Peyton runs well too. He's really quick and fast and he's played in a lot of big games over the years. And he's a really good player. So I know they haven't had the passing numbers that they would like. But I think this is a big challenge for us. I do think Peyton Thorne does really well and has played big in big games over the years. Tigers and Rebels, 6th Central from the Plains of Auburn on ESPN. Over Kentucky, they are dealing with a string of just bad penalties this season. Wildcats have recorded 54 penalties through seven games so far. It makes them the eighth most penalized team in the country they lose close to 70 yards per game due to penalties and lack of discipline is what everybody kind of goes to when you're a heavily penalized team. On Wednesday, Mark Stoops addressed it saying it's very disappointing, really no excuse for it to have this type of penalties. If I'm not mistaken, the last couple of years, bottom line, we've either been one or two in the league in least penalized teams. Right now, we're the most penalized teams. We're just not doing a very good job there. Stoops went on to say some penalties are going to happen. Some aggr- aggressive penalties are going to happen. You know, those are the ones you're fine with, but some of it is just completely unacceptable. It's selfish and just not disciplined. We need to have some accountability there tied to the competition. So Kentucky, they get their bye week to maybe work on 
being the most penalized team in the SEC. All right, over at Arkansas, they got a big one against Mississippi State and uh, dealing with some injury issues. Sam Pittman said this week he feels good about Chris Paul and Jalen Braxton playing this week. Chris Paul, linebacker, Braxton, defensive back, both, both missed last week's game against Alabama. Uh, he also said hoping defensive back Dwight McLaughlin, who suffered a concussion against Texas A&M, uh, will be able to participate in some non-contract drill, contact drills leading up to this week's game. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Pittman also said Cam Ball, who missed the Alabama game, has been practicing throughout this weekend and should play this weekend. Arkansas looking to avoid a sixth straight loss, but hoping to get healthy and get some guys back in there. Ahead of the game, uh, Sam Pittman also saying, I know there's a big concern for us with the Mississippi State linebackers. He said, but I think Coach will have to point on what he thinks the attack is going to be. He said they're two outstanding linebackers, but I think they really showcase their abilities by what they're doing on defense. He said, obviously, they do a really fine job with all their movements and things of that nature, but they're going to showcase those two guys because they're very, very talented, very, very physical. Jed Johnson and Bookie Watson, two of uh, Mississippi State star linebackers, combined for 83 tackles and nine and a half sacks this season. Over at Auburn, Hugh Freeze will have uh, a lot of familiarity with the Rebels taking them on here. And uh, so plenty of similarities between the two offenses and how ideally they want to run things, both between Ole Miss and Auburn. And obviously Auburn is not executed at the rate that uh, that uh, Ole Miss has this year offensively. But Hugh Freeze said the first things currently, they are noticeably different because they're obviously one of the top 10 in the country offensively, and we have yet to find any consistency. So I do think I've had offenses before that look similar to what they are doing there at Ole Miss. And uh, lastly, over at Texas A&M, they, uh, they're on their bye week, and Jimbo Fisher updating on some injuries heading into their bye week. He said safety Bryce Anderson, defensive lineman Walter Nolan, Linebacker Edgerin Cooper and defensive lineman Albert Regis could all be ready for the South Carolina game. He said they're progressing with their injuries, which is really big for the Aggies. And just one more in here, LSU they're dealing, uh, or Omar Spates, a linebacker, dealing with a hip flexor earlier this season in his first two games back against Ole Miss and Auburn. He had four, four tackles and eight tackles, respectively. So he's been back in there. Brian Kelly saying he's done a really good job for us in their very experience. And I think the thing that he brings is athleticism and he can flat out run. So Omar Spates back in there for LSU. Thank you guys so much for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next, we will get into previewing the games that are happening this weekend. That is coming your way in just a second. Well, first, I want to remind you guys, this episode is presented to you by Better Help. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? Like, you know what you should do, what's good for you, but you just can't do it. Well, look, therapy is there for you. It helps you figure out what is holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, go give our friends at BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched up with a licensed therapist. And by the way, you can switch therapists anytime at no additional charge, no commitment there. Just uh, make your brain your friend. Go check them out over at BetterHelp. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P. Visit BetterHelp.com slash locked on 
that's going to get you 10% off your first month if you use that website. Again, that is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash college. And uh, they are going to help you get back on the right track today. Give therapy a try, betterhelp.com slash college. This episode also presented to you by our friends over at FanDuel. Look, we've been telling you guys all season long, you've got, uh, you know, the college football season into the thick of it. NFL rocking and rolling, and you can get in on all the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet, that's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. App is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options. You got spreads, player props, over-unders, and much more. I got the whole college slate for you this weekend. I got the NFL slate as well. Plenty of stuff happening, and you want to make sure that you're in on the action. Go to FanDuel.com slash on. Kick off the NFL, uh, your NFL season or college season as we're into the thick of it. You visit FanDuel. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. All right, jumping back into it. Thank you guys so much for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Shout out to our everydayers. A reminder, every Friday you can catch us uh, with our Locked on College football preview show find it on all the locked on college youtube channels particularly right here locked on sec's channel uh those guys will be getting you set for the entire weekend that is for college football of course we're talking mostly just sec here and so i want to dive right into it as we get started previewing the games this weekend five teams on a bye this week in the conference florida georgia kentucky vanderbilt texas a&m are all on a bye so only five games to break down this week And we're going to start with the one non-conference game. It is number 19 LSU versus 2-4 and Army. And LSU is a, well, depending on what book you're looking at, 31, 32-point favorite. I believe it just went up to 32 on FanDuel. But LSU, 32-point favorite. It will be homecoming for the Tigers. This will be a 6.30 p.m. Central on SEC Network game. Tom Hart, Jordan Rogers, Cole Kublik on the call. It's only the second meeting between LSU and Army. Uh, Army won the only other meeting 20 to nothing back in 1931 in West Point. Tigers being led by their Heisman Trophy candidate, Jaden Daniels, who continues to have the SEC's most prolific offensive tack. LSU leads the league in scoring offense, total offense, offensive touchdowns, passing touchdowns, passing efficiency, first downs, and third down conversions. Unbelievable what Mike Denbrock is doing this year. Tigers are number two in the SEC in total pass offense, rush offense, and they're currently riding a school record streak of six consecutive games with 500 yards or more of total offense. Probably going to keep that one going against Army this week. Daniels leads the nation in total offense at 401 yards per game. He's topped that mark four times this season. He's also number one in the SEC in passing, passing touchdowns and total touchdowns, and he's seventh in the SEC in rushing. LSU's offense, oh, by the way, also featured the nation's leading uh, in receiver yards, Malik Neighbors, and receiving touchdowns, Brian Thomas Jr. And the problem is for LSU, their defense is allowing 30 points a game and 423 total yards a game. Uh, this one is going to get ugly. Uh, LSU will win big, but uh, Army's lone two wins came against Delaware State and UTSA. Now, UTSA is pretty respectable, but Army was shut out by Troy last week, 19 to nothing. Look at the rest of their schedule. They only lost to Syracuse by 13. They lost to Boston College by three. 
and they lost to UL Monroe by four. I think LSU wins big in this one. Their offense rolls, but I think 31 is a lot of points. So I think we're going to lean to Army to cover the 31. I think Army scores some points with their rushing attack. Bryson Daly, he's that dual threat quarterback and throw it and run it. I'm thinking something like LSU 45-17. I think Army covers the 31 because I think LSU's defense gives up some points. All right, next up, we've got Mississippi State at Arkansas. And this one will be 11 a.m. Central on ESPN. It is 3-3 Mississippi State at 2-5 Arkansas. They're both looking for their first conference win of the year. The Razorbacks coming off four-game stretch away from home which they lost to all four SEC opponents, all of them ranked in the top 25. Arkansas can only lose one more game and still have a shot at becoming bowl eligible. Mississippi State, they're predicted to finish last in the SEC West. Of course, a whole new regime moving on with the passing of Mike Leach. But Arkansas's offensive line, they've taken a step back this year. Razorbacks were seventh in FBS in yards rushing per game last year. They are 117th this year. They're also 116th in sacks allowed, giving up 27 in seven games. On the flip side, Mississippi State, question is going to be, is it going to be Will Rogers or Mike Wright at quarterback? Still been unclear throughout this week. Rogers dealing with that shoulder injury he sustained two weeks ago. Mike Wright, the transfer from Vanderbilt, has SEC starting experience. So we'll see who will uh, get the nod this week. Of course, Mike Wright has more running ability if he ends up being the guy. For Arkansas, uh, you know, Rocket Sanders, he's only playing just two games this year with that nagging knee injury. He will be out this week. A.J. Green and Rashad Dibinion will once again carry the load. They've done a pretty good job filling in for him. And then another guy to keep an eye on is Arkansas defensive end Landon Jackson. He had the best day by an Arkansas lineman in 10 years last week. He was named SEC Defensive Player of the Week. Had 11 tackles and three and a half sacks in the loss to Alabama. Mississippi State, they've not been afraid of Fayetteville or to play in Fayetteville in recent years. Arkansas has just one win in Fayetteville against the Bulldogs since 2006. Look, we're going to lean Hogs because they are at home. Uh, I know they've been on this losing streak, but they cannot afford another loss. We're going to lean. We're going to lean Arkansas minus the six and a half at home. And then uh, last one in this segment we'll get to. It is Mizzou. 20th ranked Mizzou hosting two and four South Carolina. It's the Battle of Columbia's. The Gamecocks are desperate to pick up a win after their brutal start to the season. They blew a double-digit lead last week to Florida. Their other three losses came against number 10 North Carolina, uh, top-ranked Georgia, and number 17 Tennessee. One of the big problems has been their defense, which has allowed 41 points in each of the last two weeks. Mizzou, they struggled mightily the first couple weeks. People wonder if Brady Cook's the guy, but he has stepped up. He's now third in the SEC with 2,000 passing yards, 14 touchdown throws, only three picks. They want to get Luther Burden going again this week. He was the nation's leading receiver a week ago, but he only had two catches for 15 yards in the win over Kentucky. See if he can uh, get things going. Uh, the South Carolina secondary last week, they gave up 166 yards to Ricky Parasol, so Luther Burden maybe licking his chops. Missouri, they're 3-0 this season when they trail after the first quarter, which they did again last week against Kentucky. Could be interesting to watch the two running backs, South Carolina running back Mario Anderson and Mizzou running back Cody Schrader. They're both transfers that started their careers at Division II schools. Anderson spent three seasons at Newberry, 
and Schrader was a standout at Truman State. So kind of a cool story there, looking at those two guys being very productive SEC running backs. And like we said, it's the battle of the Columbias between Missouri and South Carolina. This one has been rather one-sided in recent years. Mizzou has won four straight, including a 23-10 last year to retain the Mayor's Cup, and the Gamecocks have not won at Mizzou since a a 31-13 win during the 2017 season. I like Spencer Rattler. I think he can fling it, but we're going to take Missouri at home. We'll take Mizzou minus the 7.5 against South Carolina. All right, we'll get uh, more into uh, more of your picks here in just a second. But thank you guys for making Locked on SEC your first lesson every day. We're going to get to the two biggest games in the conference coming your way in just a sec. want to remind you guys this episode is presented to you by our friends over at Bird Dogs. Look, uh, we told you guys about Bird Dogs all summer long. They were making you look good throughout the summer. Now let them make you look good as we get into the cooler months. They still offer those stretch khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through your thigh and leg to give you that truly sculpted look. Their shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better. They got that cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. They've also got uh, the the workout pants. They got everything for you up there at Bird Dogs. They got that anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Go check them out. The best part about Bird Dogs is you can wear them to any occasion, whether you're playing golf, whether you're on a date, an evening out, hanging by the pool, working out, lounging, tailgating, whatever it is, go to birddogs.com slash college. When you go there, use our promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE at checkout. That will get you a free Bird Dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash college for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you. Birddogs.com slash college. All right, continue on here, Locked On SEC, and we got two more games we got to get into, so let's dive right into it. Next up on the docket, it is number 13, Ole Miss, at 3 and 3, Auburn. And look, this isn't Hugh Freeze's first time facing Ole Miss since his unceremonious exit leaving the school. It is Lane Kiffin's initial visit to Auburn since he was a rumored candidate for that job last offseason that ultimately went to Hugh Freeze. The two coaches meet with their programs at very different stages. Lane Kiffin's Rebels are ranked 13th in the nation. Offense is a humming. While the Tigers, their offense is a struggling at 3-3, three and 0-3 three, oh and three in the conference. But uh, look, we know that stadium could be rocking on a Saturday night. Hugh Freeze, of course, stepped down after leading Ole Miss from 2016, uh, 2012 to 2016. Faced his old team two years ago when he was at Liberty. But Ole Miss has won two straight SEC West games since that loss at Alabama. They're still in contention for the SEC West. And the Rebels have not won back-to-back games over Auburn since winning three straight back in 1952, a game played in Memphis. Lane Kiffin said, look, we like breaking records. This team broke a six-year losing streak in the series last year. Auburn Tigers broke the Ole Miss streak 70 years ago in the first meeting on the Plains, where Auburn holds a commanding 17 and three edge in the series. Auburn started quarterback Peyton Thorne, as we know, has uh, not looked great. Uh, passed for 228 yards without a touchdown over the last three games. Robbie Ashford gotten some getting some playing time. Hasn't thrown many passes, but we know he likes to run it. 
Uh, Hugh Freeze made it clear problems go beyond the quarterback. So it's a lot of other issues. We have to consider everything he said. Ole Miss, they're leading the SEC ranked 11th nationally with a plus six turnover margin, while Auburn is third in the league, plus three. Ole Miss running back Quinchon Judkins, he grew up about 45 minutes from Auburn in Pike Road, just outside Montgomery. So he's looking to repeat what he did last season, had a big day against Auburn, ran for 139 yards and two touchdowns. And Auburn coming off that embarrassing loss to LSU, getting out game 563 to 293. Look, I'm going to go with the road team here. I'm taking Ole Miss minus the six and a half. I uh, I do think Jordan Hare will be rocking. I think maybe it'll be close at halftime. But I think the talent will shine through. I think Ole Miss runs away in the second half. And the Rebels win big, covering that six and a half. And lastly, it is our SEC game of the week. It is... Jalen Milrow versus Joe Milton, Tennessee and Alabama. They can both capture division titles if they win out, but the Vols' future challenges include number one, Georgia, and the Tide still has to play number 19, LSU. Last season, the sixth-ranked Vols snapped a 15-game losing streak in the rivalry with the 52-49 upset win over Alabama. Chase McGrath's 40-yard field goal got in as time expired. Neither offense has given much indication that this year's version will be a shootout. Defense is looking really good. Both teams rank among the SEC's top four in scoring and total defense. And Tennessee's offense looks very different from it did a year ago with Hendon Hooker. Joe Milton's been fine, but he threw for just 100 yards last week in their win over Texas A&M. Joe Milton has not been helped by the season-ending injury to wide receiver Brew McCoy. Hypo said Milton needs to correct a couple of fundamental issues and work on communication. Tennessee does bring a three-headed rush attack in the SEC uh, the SEC's best and sixth nationally at 231 yards a game. Falls ran for 232 against AM a week ago. The Vols are the SEC's only team with three players averaging 50 yards or more per game, led by Jalen Wright, who is third in the league, averaging 95 yards per game. Wright coming off a season high, 136 yards. Both teams getting good at getting to the opposing quarterback. Tennessee is just better, better at protecting Milton. Alabama ranks 126 nationally in sacks allowed per game given up 31 compared to the nine given up by the Vols. Tennessee has 24 sacks in six games, led by James Pierce and Tyler Barron. They are getting after it. And Alabama, Dallas Turner, his seven sacks lead the SEC. Chris Braswell has five. We are going to take Tennessee plus the nine. Those numbers are just way too big. But I think Alabama gets gets it done at home. So I, I can't go full upset here. I think it's close. I think it's somewhere like 23-20. Very low-scoring game, but I think Alabama gets it done at home. Jalen Milrow does enough, but give me Tennessee plus the nine. That's way too many points to be given up. Tennessee flopped in their first big road game of the year against Florida. Alabama, they fell in their first top 25 matchup, losing at home to number eight, Texas. But I do think that uh, Tennessee will give them a fight, so we'll see what happens. And uh, there you have it. Those are our picks you're looking to get in on the betting angle we got army plus the 32 against lsu mississippi state uh, at arkansas we're taking the hogs minus six and a half tennessee plus the nine at bama mizzou minus the seven and f- seven and a half hosting south carolina and ole miss minus the six and a half on the road at auburn and there you have it those are our picks for week eight in the sec that's going to do it for this edition of locked on sec thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every day i'm chris gory Y'all have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. We'll recap it all with our winners and losers from the weekend. Enjoy the five games of conference football happening this weekend. We'll have a lot more teams off bye weeks next week to get into. 
And again, you guys have a great weekend. Be safe, everybody out there. And uh, shout out to our everydayers coming back and checking us out every day right here on Locked On SEC.